add it up, add it up, What's up guys and welcome to another episode of the Snazzy V Show. Today I wanted to spend some time basically giving you as much insight into what has helped me become who I am today um, by some really profound people. And I say that because over the last couple of years I have really kind of dived deeper into reading and kind of learning from people who I guess are just like just such massive, impactful and influential people. We're not talking about the influential people that are on Instagram. We're talking about the people who have really, really made a difference in this world. And there's so many of them, right? And, but I really want to kind of touch on the specific ones through the books that I've read. Now, there are so many people out there. I'm sure there is like a million books that could help you, but I want to share the ones specifically who I have actually found such a profound impact with, and hopefully one, or if not all will help you with what you're looking for. And here's the thing, you know, it's absolutely pointless to read a book and not apply any of the content of that book to your life. If you are looking to read something and then you just kind of leave it in on the bookshelf and actually don't take any action to anything that you learned, then really what you are doing is you're disrespecting all of the content because every single time you go and learn, every time you open your mind and the concepts that's out there, you're asking all of this information to come to you so that you can then continue that. So you can pay it forward. You know, reading really is an incredible aspect of how you can grow yourself. So I'm going to start with in, they're in no particular order, but I will start with this one because this is probably one of the first ones that I really took a liking to. And it helped me substantially in connecting with people, um, and also how to also maintain relationships. And it's called how to win friends and influence people. And this is by Dale Carnegie Carnegie. And this is such an amazing book. This book is just so profound in helping you understand how to treat other people, what's out there, you know, how to understand each other, how to understand society, how to understand why people are the way they are, why you are the way that you are and like how to actually connect and grow and be alongside people. It's just, it's really just like kind of like life as a whole. And that's what I loved about this book. And then I went on to read this one. It's the seven habits of highly effective people. Um, basically it's talking about, you know, habits are something that can either make or break you. Habits are something that You can have bad habits, you can have good habits, and the good habits are really kind of like your gateway to success. The bad habits are your gateway to failure. So when this book is really great because what it does is it looks at all of these really, really effective people. When we say effective, we're talking about these people that are making a difference. And a lot of them have a lot of similar habits. If you look at a lot of the wow factors out there, if you look at a lot of the successful people out there, what's similar amongst all of them. They have a high work ethic. They have, you know, boundaries in place. They have a specific way uh, of how they are, how they carry themselves, the traits, the behaviors, the choices, all of these things line up. And that is where you know that certain people who are effective, they have basically this similarity between all of them. So the seven habits of highly effective people. And that's written by Stephen Covey. Um, I really, really enjoy those, those two books first and foremost. The next one, 
And this one, I am just, I've, I've, I'm about to read it a second time. It's called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Now, I think that if, if you ever want to be more than what you are, if you ever want to experience and understand what it takes to get to the next level, you must read this book. This book is just something that opens your eyes to understanding like what's required, what what the world is really about and how to make an impact in that world. Especially if you're an entrepreneur, especially if you're someone that owns your own business. It's just such a profound book. You cannot go wrong with that book. Um, and you know, Napoleon Hill is just probably one of like, I think he's probably one of the best of all time. And if you read that book and you kind of start to go, Hey, I want to dive a little bit deeper. And I did, I dived deeper into that. And I read this, he's, I guess it's like a second to it. And it's called three feet from gold. Although it wasn't actually written by him. It was written by, uh, Sharon Lecter and, uh, believe it was David, uh, Reed, When you read this book, it's actually based a lot off Think and Grow Rich. And the whole idea of it is that in Think and Grow Rich, there is this one story, it's at the very, very start. And if you look at the story, it basically says in Think and Grow Rich, it was it went something along these lines. There was a guy that was digging for gold and he didn't really have a lot of the knowledge or the education to know exactly where to dig. You know, there is there's a lot that goes into digging, right? It's not just, you just dig anywhere. Um, there is a lot that goes into it. So there was a man that had a lot of the tools though. He had a lot of the resources, the machinery, he had everything to dig. So he would be digging and digging with his crew and he'd be going all out with it. And he never found anything, you know, there was essentially he was digging for gold and he never found exactly where that was. And so he was basically getting pretty fed up and he was getting discouraged. So he stopped digging essentially. And he was like, you know what? I'm done. I quit. So he quit. And nearby there was a town and in that town, there was a kind of a poor dude. And he, um, really like he would, he would study what they call the fault line and the fault line would lead to where gold potentially could be. The difference was that this man didn't have the machinery. He didn't have the tools. He couldn't afford them. And so, but he studied, he, he spent time and he felt like one day he's going to have it. He's going to have all of the, the knowledge to know where to go. And then the machinery and the resources to go there. So as this guy came into town, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to sell all of this stuff. It's essentially junk to him, right? It didn't help him find gold. So he had spent a lot of money on it. He came in, sold it for a very, very small amount to this guy. And this guy went and he started digging and he knew where to dig. He knew kind of what was, where to find it and where it could be and all of these possibilities. And he had a lot of belief in that. So anyways, where the guy stopped digging and gave up three feet from that, the new guy went and he struck gold. That's pretty amazing, right? Now, three feet was all it took, three feet, and he would have struck it himself, but he didn't. And not to say that this guy became resentful and bitter and all these things. He actually used that to turn his story around. And he was like, you know, he turned everything around. And once he found out that this other guy struck gold, he used that as a way to go, you know, lesson learned. I need to not give up. And he actually went on to, to, you know, still influence and enhance people. And if you actually read the story, you'll be very amazed that, and that's what happens to a lot of us, right? We are 
working so damn hard to achieve a result and we see it in sight and we've got like a few little different hurdles and obstacles that are in the way and we have to push just a little bit harder, but we're getting discouraged. We're feeling a little bit of defeat and we may be three feet from our goal. We may be like super, super close and we have that choice. Do you continue? Do you overcome what is essentially right there trying to stop you or do you quit? And it's usually at that point at that very last point where you are about to quit that something magical happens. And that's what you have to pour your belief into. So these, these two books, Think and Grow Rich and Three Feet from Gold, they were such a substantial and profound impact on my thought processes, uh, my characteristics, my traits, and how I now see the world. I thought that that was amazing. Um, And so um, please go and check those ones out. Those ones are, like I said, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill, and then, um, three feet from gold. So the next one from that is, uh, the daily stoic. And this is written by Ryan holiday. Now, everybody knows that I went through therapy for like a year and a half. As I went through therapy, my therapist, he was amazing. He's in Brea. And he basically said to me, he loved Greek philosophy or, you know, he liked, he loved the Greeks. He always mentioned the Greeks and I never, I thought he was crazy, but I didn't really understand what he meant until I started to, it started resonating with me. He started talking about philosophy. He started talking about these greats, like the greats. And a lot of them were Greeks. And so he mentioned more and more about these people. And what I didn't realize is that they were basically coming from this concept of ancient philosophy and they were stoic. So then we talked a little bit more about stoicism and how stoicism is just one of these most profound concepts of how we react to things or how we don't react to things. So I started reading this book called The Daily Stoic. And what it is, it's almost like one of those day by day things. You you pick it up and you read what today's date is. And it's just like a devotional, I guess, or a daily devotional. And I started reading it and it truly changed my life. I read it for two years straight, back to, back to front. And it made a massive, massive difference on how I react to things, how I don't react to things. And I think that most people are losing if they don't try to look at stoicism as an opportunity and a way of living. It's a, it really is. It's, it's one of those ones where once you get an understanding of it, you really do apply it to so many things. And like, it's super, super profound to, to do it. Um, Next one that I really, really like, and this is, there's two books that are written by the same guy and it is called Relentless and Winning. And they're both written by Tim Grover. Now, if you have no idea who Tim Grover is, he is the trainer of people like Kobe, like Dwayne Wade, um, Michael Jordan, like when they were in their peak. And what I love about this guy is he understood what it took for these incredible athletes to overcome every setback. Now, if anyone doesn't know, I think Michael Jordan missed like 900 shots. Kobe missed a ton, like all of these things. And he kind of goes on to tell you, what does it take to win? And a lot of it is like in this relentless attitude. And I remember him telling a story where he would be set up and ready to go to train Kobe and Kobe would be basically, so it's such an incredible concept of this. So um, Kobe calls him middle of the night and he's like, Hey, like, I, I, I want you to come and train me early. And he's like, Oh, you know, let's start it. And he said, let's start at six Kobe. And so 
Tim goes over to Kobe's house to train him and it's before six, it's like 5.30, 5.45 and Kobe's in there, he's going. And Tim's like, hey, like, what's up? Like, how long you been going for? He goes, probably the last hour. He was preparing for that session before he even got to the session. Like, it's just like so profound when you hear about what these athletes are doing to enhance themselves. Like, it's just incredible. And he talks about this. He talks about like this elite athlete mindset and what it truly takes to be relentless and to win. So Tim Grover, check him out. He's awesome. Um, and I'm actually going to save my best to last because I just think it's awesome. Now, how many times do you struggle with like how planning your day? It's insane how many people struggle with that. So, uh, the perfect day formula written by Craig Ballantyne. This guy has helped like insane people to basically own their day, own their day because like there are, there are so much that happens for us in a day to day. Now think of like the most successful who their schedules are absolutely packed. They're, they're from morning to night. They're just, it's so important for them to be in certain places at certain times. This guy helps them and he can help you to unpack what a day should look like. So the perfect day formula gives you an idea of how to really own your day from morning, from that very time, first minute that you know, your eyes open before your feet have even hit the floor. And he really helps you outline that. He basically gives you the formula of what to do, all the tools, all the strategies to help you own your day. And so I really liked him. I met him and he's such a cool guy. Um, he's helped like a substantial amount of entrepreneurs who are very high level. So I really, really recommend that you check him out. Okay. My last, I guess there's three, all right, but I'm going to go, I'm going to kind of go forward and then back. The Art of Living by Epictetus. Um, this is such a great book. So when I kind of was going through a lot of my transformation and a lot of things that were shifting for me, if you look back, if you did follow me a year ago, you're going to see that I put a lot of page by page and this book, it's very short. I'm not a good reader, but when I do read and I like it, I stick to it. This book was so profound for me because it really helped me understand again that that stoic philosophy of what to focus on, how to focus on things. And it was just really profound to understand what this book was really all about. And I saw that when I did it, when I read it, every single day I just had something slightly different to focus on to, and to pour my attention into. So I really loved the concepts that were in there because it, it basically helped me learn more about the world. So this one book, The Art of Living, it just really opened my mind to what's out there and why. And then I want to share this other book. I only just came across this other book not that long ago. It's by it's by Terry Cole and it's called Boundary Boss. And, you know, I feel like boundaries are getting more and more new age, I guess, or, you know, more modern. And people talk about boundaries, but people talk about boundaries more as a set of rules rather than what they truly should be, which are healthy boundaries. It's not people that have boundaries are not by any means rude or obnoxious or you know, they're too good for you. They're just people that really have to protect their inner peace, but also they want to protect the relationships that they have. They want to protect the workspace they're in. They want to protect everything. And what I love about this book is it helps you understand your internal boundaries versus your external boundaries and how to maintain a healthy boundary everywhere we go. Because most people have unhealthy boundaries, not only that, but they have dysfunctional behavior based off the uh, unhealthy boundaries. So 
understanding how to fix that and understanding how to kind of like follow that, you will understand so much about why you are the way that you are and why your relationships keep getting into this like bad place because you don't have the right boundary. The person that you're with doesn't have the right boundary. Maybe even the workplace that you're in doesn't have the right boundary. And there's just a whole lot to unpack. And this book really helps you unpack that. All right. Second last one, Man Up by Bedros Koulian. I I think that this book is so amazing because I mean, look, even as a female reading this book, it doesn't necessarily matter. It is really, really important to understand that there are so many people, humans out there, men out there that really just don't know how to man up, right? We hear that term man up and we just kind of get like, like we feel like we, we couple that with this like big loud chest and, you know, we just have to kind of like grunt it and just be arrogant and kind of tell people what to do. And like, what I love about this book is it really lays it out for you. It's based on so much reality. His story is so profound. He's really kind of like helped people understand where he's come from, how he has overcome his own adversity and how to show up, right? Like how to show up as like a respectful and yet like, you know, I guess in a way dominating, um, male and this, this guy truly is a gentleman. Everyone knows that I've met him. Everyone knows I've been around him. He is a gentleman and he teaches so many other men how to do the same. And it's amazing what he's done with this. And I loved reading this book. So please check that out. And the very last one, I have to make sure that I put as much emphasis on this book, because if I don't, you're not going to understand the value and the intensity and the importance of this book. This book, it it was written a very long time ago and they actually didn't publish it until the entire family had passed away. So in other words, every single person, um, it was written by Napoleon Hill and Sharon Lecter again, but every single person in the Hill tree um, had to have passed away before they published this book. It is called Outwitting the, the Devil. Um, it talks a lot about the 98% of people, which are the average, which are probably some of you listening to this. I'm not going to lie. And it talks about the two people that are unaverage. They're not average people. They're go-getters. Um, but how he refers to people is a drifter and a non-drifter. Drifters are the 98% of people that go with the flow don't think they're not conscious. They do what others are doing. They can't even make decisions. They procrastinate. And then they have the non-drifters who are in their right mind. They're always thinking they're making decisions for themselves. They're being smart. Um, they're taking risks. They have faith. They believe all of these things. And this book fully 100% changed my life. You have to read this book. It will change your life if you're willing to open your mind to it. If you're not willing to open your mind to it, you're probably not going to like it, but let me explain it, how it actually works. It's basically Napoleon Hill, uh, going through a interview series with the devil and the devil talks about is essentially like, if you think the voices is how I view it, you have an angel on one side and a devil on the other side of you. And he's essentially interviewing the devil that's on one side of you that kind of taps into your brain and gives you all of like those fearful thoughts, the, the fear of poverty, the fear of mediocrity, the fear of losing, the fear of failure, all of these things. And he's basically helping you understand where these thoughts come from. And it's such a profound book because it really helps people understand that they're all of these all of these thoughts are actually coming from a place that is changeable. We can change that at any point. So 
I'm going to drop the list of these books in the comments. Um, and I really hope you guys take some time to listen or read at least one of them. Outwitting the Devil, I would highly recommend you listen to that book. Okay, it comes in an audio version and it is really, really profound. So I would definitely recommend try to get to one of these books, if not all, if you if you like the sound of them. And check them out because they will make a massive impact on you. Um, so I hope that this is helpful. I really wanted this episode just to be a little bit more focused and driven towards some of the books that are out there that I really think should be shared. I want to pay them forward. I want to make sure that they get the credit where the credit is due. And these people are really out there making a difference or have made a difference and they deserve it. Okay. So just like anyone in your life or anyone that you know, if they are out there making a difference and you're not giving them the credit that they deserve, please stop doing that and start giving them the credit that they they deserve. No one was made or like self-made. No one was self-made. It is not possible for someone to be self-made. Um, someone helped you somewhere along the way. So get, give the credit where credit is due. And I want to do that. I want to pay that forward to all of these amazing people who have written these books. So I get the opportunity to now read, learn, and, um, give this and pay this forward to you. So I hope that this has been helpful. Um, please drop any, share it, drop it in any comments and please just make sure that you are constantly looking to grow yourself, whether it is through books, whether it is through fitness or nutrition, through any kind of mentality, anything that's out there to help grow you, you are going to continue that development. And as you continue to develop, you will become at least 1% better. So just remember guys, you are one decision away from a completely different life. We'll see you in the next one. So